1: And call 1-888-Freedom or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
3: Savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line one five and ten gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and limited talk text and data plans offered by T Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
2: Are you being influenced? Visit berna.com slash jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun. On a Thursday, and here's what's on tap for a Thursday. You voted for this. You've been enjoying that campaign that we are going to be on for a long time. I bet you didn't think that campaign was ever going to hit you and me. I'm going to call myself out and you here in just a second. We have more insanity in the markets, the labor market. some bad news. Kathy Hochul, thank you. I owe her a debt of gratitude for once again proving my point about how the communist only reveals his nefarious plans once they're already done. Illegal immigration, eh, quite a revelation from the January 6th committee, all that and so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to that, I teased something yesterday and I never got to it and it's criminal. So we're going to open up this show talking about something not related to politics or anything else at all because it is honestly one of the better, more jaw-dropping emails I've ever gotten in my entire life. Uh, it was was it this week or last week we did? the. It was last week, Chris. Uh, last week on the show, we opened up calls one night for your worst food experience, right? There's a fly in my soup, all, all that kind of stuff. Somebody wrote in and just, you know what? Wow. And he reminded me, I teased this email yesterday and never got to it. And he wrote in and said, we were all waiting by the radio and you didn't get to it. And it's so jaw dropping. And it it just makes me laugh so much, even though it's a horrible story that I'm giving it to you at the beginning. And then we'll get to you voted for this and all that. All right. You ready? The subject is worst food experience ever. You ready for this? Dear Jesse, my dad worked with a guy named Billy, Billy. Used to drive me to school on occasion. Make sure you keep that in your back pocket, okay? Billy used to drive me to school on occasion. The company my dad worked for had a chili cook-off every year, and Billy always won. My dad took me once, and he told me I had to try Billy's award-winning chili since it was beanless, and I hate beans. It was the best chili I've ever tasted. Turns out Billy was Billy Suff. It's spelled S-U-F-F, by the way. Billy Suff, a famous serial killer who preyed on women of the night. He would mutilate his victims and add parts to his recipes. When I was in my 20s, I met a dime at a party who was into me. She told me her mother was killed by Billy Suff. I couldn't stop thinking I may have consumed this girl's mother. His name is Jack. The guy also says, also, the van Billy used to drive me to school in was where he did his dirty work. (laughs) I kid you not. I kid you not. You guys are insane. The stories you've had. All right, all right, enough of that, enough of that. Let's get down to the business here. Because there's a clip that you've probably heard many, many times today. You've probably heard it. And you probably heard various people on the right opine about it in different ways. I would argue most of them, if not all, have missed the point. What you're about to hear is an exchange between Jim Jordan, the GOP's Jim Jordan, and Schellenberger and Taibbi. Schellenberger and Taibbi, all you need to know about them are they are Democrat voters, they try to be journalists. They're guys who Elon Musk has relied on to roll out the connection between government censorship and Twitter. They revealed a lot of this stuff. They're getting called in front of Congress today to give testimony. People heard this exchange, and they heard something different than I heard. Jim Jordan asked the questions, basically trying to get them to prove, hey, you're not Republican operatives, huh?
0: Schellenberger, are you a Republican? No, I'm not. You got, a, you got any you know, pro-Trump bumper stickers on your car? I voted for Biden. Voted for Biden. You know how many MAGA hats laying around your house, right? I do not. Yeah, but you said earlier, both you and Mr. Taibbi said, this is the most chilling thing you've ever seen as journalists. Mr. Taibbi, the same thing. You're not a Republican either, right?
3: No, I'm not.
2: Okay. And I know what I'm supposed to say. I haven't listened or watched, but I guarantee I know what everyone else said. See? Just Democrats trying to do the right thing. It is chilling. That's what makes it extra chilling that they're Democrats. That's not what I heard. I heard a couple idiots who should stop voting for communists. Oh, you're a journalist and and you're being censored? You're being censored by Democrats? You're actually being attacked in ways that sound pretty much exactly like Chairman Mao. Here's one of the Democrats questioning them. Elon
3: Musk spoon-fed you his cherry-picked information, which you must have suspected
2: promotes a slanted viewpoint or at the very least generates another right-wing conspiracy theory. You violated your own standard, and you appear to have benefited from it. Before the release of, emails in, of the emails in August of last year, you had 661,000 Twitter followers. After the Twitter files, your followers doubled, and now it's three times what it was last August. I imagine your Substack readership, which is a subscription, increased significantly because of the work that you did for Elon Musk. Mad about that? Are you mad about a member of Congress attacking you for earning a living? You're mad about being censored by the government? You're, you find this, what was the word they used, Chris? Chilling? You find this chilling? You voted for it. I'm tired of this. You voted for it. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not partisan. I, I'm not a Republican. I vote Democrat. Whoa, these Democrats are oppressing me. Why do you expect me to feel bad for you? Stop voting for it. I don't have any sympathy. I'm out. You voted for this. Now, that, that's them. I'll come back to that. Let's talk about you and me. And I might as well just point all my fingers at myself here. We get mad a lot at the GOP, and here's one of the the common themes you will hear from Republicans when they're aiming their fire at the GOP. Susan Collins of Maine, what a clown, sold us out. Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, why can't we get rid of her? Well, you know that Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and several others You know their absurdity wouldn't matter at all if red state senators were better? If the reddest states in the union would bother to send actual people on the right to the Senate instead of the same losers they send all the time, Susan Collins wouldn't matter at all. John Thune, where's he from? Lindsey Graham, where's he from? Again, all the fingers pointed at myself right here. John Cornyn, where's he from? Alabama senators, Mississippi senators. We continue to point fingers at people like Susan Collins when really the you voted for this campaign applies to me. I'm indicting myself, not you. I'm indicting myself. I live here in Texas. I live in one of the reddest states in the United States of America. And yet one of our senators joined with the Democrats to vote for gun control. In fact, he joins with the Democrats to vote for every major thing in the last primary. 76% of the vote is what he got of the primary vote. It's time for Jesse to look in the mirror too. Now, he didn't get my vote in the primary, but still, I clearly didn't do enough To end his career, which I will be changing that very, very shortly, I have officially decided a huge portion of this show will be dedicated to ending the careers of GOP politicians. I've had enough. I clearly didn't do enough. Texas hasn't done enough. Alabama hasn't done enough. Red states haven't done enough. Stop the idiocy. I can't believe they betrayed us again. Did you vote in your primary? Well, no, I didn't. You did this. Your fault. Oh, you did vote in the primary? Who'd you vote for? Well, John Cornyn, I met him once before. It's your fault. You voted for this. This has got to pick up more and more. Own it. You own it. I own it. All right, we have a ton of stuff. We have Carol Markowitz who got attacked in New York City last night. That'll be funny.
1: Way to go, New York City. We have a brand. New York has a brand.
3: But Kansas doesn't have a brand.
2: But let's go to this really quickly. U.S. layoffs jump to mark the worst start of the year since 2008. Oh, back during that whole great recession we had. Remember who's been telling you? To make sure you have gold and silver in your 401k and IRA. Remember who's been telling you that over and over and over and over and over again? Remember who's been telling you to get physical gold and silver coins delivered to your front door so that no matter what, you have value, you have the ability to purchase goods and services? Who is that guy on the radio who's been telling people that, Chris? (laughs) Call Oxford Gold, man. They're totally laid back. That's what I love most about them. It's not a used car sales pitch. And they make it easy because it sounds so complicated. Well, how do I get gold? They make it easy. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. For gold, you can hold.
1: He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
2: Sucking on chili dog. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I have a couple very, very important announcements to make. One, Chris, I thought about this on the way into the to the office today. Why don't we play any Motown? Did you just say who when I said Motown? I can see the look on your face. Is that what you just said? What's wrong with you? What do you mean, genre? Motown is a genre. Smokey Robinson, but. Please get some Motown. Just trust me on this. Get some Motown. Motown puts you in a good mood. Look it up, Chris. There's this thing called an internet. I swear it's probably hooked up to the 8,000 computers you have in front of you. Could you find some Motown, please, so we can play it for the people? Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I was having a good day, and then Chris ruined it. That's announcement number one. Announcement number two. Tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday because the week flew by. That means ask me anything. All three hours dedicated to you. And whatever, as you've seen, whatever you email in, it doesn't have to be political, can be personal, can be stupid, can be heavy, can be light. I don't care. History, employment, I don't give a crap. Jesse at jessicalyshow.com. Get your questions emailed in now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Jesse at jessicalyshow.com. Now, before we get to this, you know what? No, I'm getting to it right now, because I think it's really, really revealing. You have heard me, if you've listened to sh- to the show for any length of time, you've heard me scornfully mock the phrase, "The sign that majority. We're the sign that majority. Why do I mock that phrase? I mock the phrase because the right has been deluding itself to believe. That having the numbers or having the majority of people is what's important when it's not what's important. What's important is power, having positions of power. Why? Why are these, you know, you, you get mad at these child drag shows. Well, I'm mad about it too. But people have to wake up and realize every time you turn on the news or social media and you see some uh, child drag show going on and you're disgusted by it, if you actually click on it and do some reading and read the fine print, brother, those shows aren't going on in New York City. Well, I take that back. They are going on in New York City. Those shows are going on in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Those shows are going on in Texas, Indiana, South Carolina. But why? Jesse, I, I don't understand. I, I've, I've had emails. How's this happen in my town? It's 90% Republican. What does 90% Republican have to do with anything? Who holds the positions of power? I don't care about how many voters are 90% Republican. Who holds the position of power? Jesse, we're 90% Republican. Yeah, but none of the Republicans, none of them got, got appointed city manager. One of the communists did. And that's why you have a drag show at the public park you used to go walk your kids in. People get confused when it comes to the National Democratic Party, why they've gone so hard to the left, why they've gone so far to the left. And they'll look at especially older Democrats, the older breed, the Grandma Vodkas or or the, the Jerry Nadler or Benny Thompson and they'll look and they'll see that they're older and they'll say hey I don't understand why these guys all are full-blown communists now how how's that humanly possible they've never voted this way before Joe Biden Joe Biden's career is crappy but he was not some far left radical in his career he gets elected president and he's been far to the left of even Obama and people don't get how does that happen Jesse I don't understand how it happens well here's how it happens Benny Thompson was the head of the January 6th committee. That sham committee that was only put in place to smear Donald Trump, smear Republicans, put in place to send the FBI after the political opponents of Democrats. That's why it was there. And people were complaining and have been complaining, including us, that they have only released footage that makes the January 6th people look bad. They didn't release any of the stuff you've been looking at on Tucker that makes the January 6th people look better. Okay, so you, you selectively released something. Well, Benny Thompson had quite a revelation. Quote, Chair of the January 6th Committee, Benny Thompson says that neither he nor members of the, co- of the committee viewed, they never personally viewed the 40,000 hours of surveillance footage taken from the Capitol. This is from Libby Emmons at the Post Millennial. Quote, We had a team of employees who went through that video. Are you starting to understand what's going on? The people aren't doing any of the work now. The older breed. Who does the work? Who actually, who actually goes through documents, looks through videos and things like that? Who, who actually does the work? You bring in congressional staffers. If you're a Democrat, the congressional staffers you bring in are kids, full-blown Marxist kids, fresh off of a college campus. The country, including the Biden administration, it's run by full-blown communists now because they've taken the positions of power that matters. We go through all these stories every single day here on the show, and you and I talk about it, and we laugh, and we agree on things. But imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine I just went full diva. And I decided I'm never going to look at the news, I'm never going to watch anything, whenever I'm not on the air, I'm going to go uh, play racquetball or something like that. I never look at the news, never care, I never look at video, never know anything, Chris is the one who will determine what gets put in front of me every day. He comes up with the whole audio list, all the articles, I never send anything, I never care about anything, and Chris... Chris is no longer a hardcore righty like he is. Chris has decided we've been too mean and we need to get moderate. Would the show change? Of course it would change. Chris has taken the position of power. Yes, I'm the voice you hear, but as soon as I stop getting involved, as all these older Democrats have, and I hand the reins over to moderate Chris, boom, the show goes from being anti-communist to the Mitt Romney show. That's what you've seen with Democrats in this country. It's not that Joe Biden is a communist. This is not. He's just a career, lifelong Democrat. But he's surrounded by them. And he's so addled with dementia and old, and they've taken over so much of the power base of his party that he's powerless to stand up against them. We've talked about uh, Eric Adams about this. I, I made fun of everyone in New York City who, who thought that he would be an improvement over de Blasio. And I told you, Even if he wanted to crack down on crime, even if that was genuinely a desire he has, and it might be,
0: the communists who run New York City will never allow it.
1: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War 3 that sadly may be coming? Look Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Speaking of which, Carol Markowitz got assaulted last night. Let's talk to her about it next.
0: The Jesse
2: Kelly Show. And as you know, the guests, when I have them, I know that's very rare, but when I have them, the guests pick their own music. Joining me now world-famous author, just like me, Chris, my friend, Carol Markowitz. Carol, I do have to ask, because you've been on the show quite a few times, you always picked Kanye West songs before. Uh-huh. It's That's weird. Right. You didn't, it's weird you didn't pick Kanye today. What's wrong, Carol? F- Falling out you, of love, you have know? you?
3: A-, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's, what the worst part is? It's not even that I can't, like, not can't, but that I don't want to listen to his music, but his sneakers were the most comfortable sneakers in the whole world, Jesse, and I don't like to wear them
2: anymore. Hold up. The- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Carol Markowitz wore Kanye West oh sneakers.
3: God. You have like seriously? He obviously he's the worst human, but you should definitely try them because they're really comfortable.
2: I'll do that. I, I support bad people all the time. I'm a bad person. I, I have no problem. I'll buy the sneakers of anybody. Well, I'll buy like the like
3: sne- eight hundred dollars a pair now because everybody's like they're not going to make any more. We have to grab up these sneakers.
2: You know what? Never mind. My Asics are just fine.
3: Carol. Uh, okay. Well,
2: as everyone knows, as Eric Adams is fond of telling everybody, we have a brand. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. Carol, you have a book out. A book I want people to read. We're going to talk about Pavlik in a moment, but you have a book out. I want people to read. Had an event in New York City last night. How are? How are? How did that go under this new Law and Order mayor?
3: Yeah, our event was crashed by protesters who screamed Black Lives Matter, even though our book is not about race, and threw their d- drinks at my co-author, Bethany Mandel, who just moments before was holding her baby. Um, she actually wasn't holding her baby in that second, thankfully, because then they followed up that drink with throwing the glasses at us. Um, and, you know, uh, law and order, man. That, that's what's going on around here. And it was just the most pathetic part to me. Was that I loved this stupid city. I loved New York. It was weird and interesting and independent. And I always felt like I could be myself. And I felt like I was a lifelong conservative in New York City. And that was always fine. And now these conformist losers have taken over and, you know, having a party for a book that you don't like now means you must disrupt it. And I just it's, you know, it's sad.
2: Carol, I make the connection a lot with this. I, like Today, we find out the January 6th chairman, Benny Thompson, he comes out and claims that he didn't even watch any of the January 6th footage someone mm-hmm. else watched. And I actually make that same connection to guys like Eric Adams. I've made it a lot that people think they're voting for change because they run on this tough on crime stuff. But the party isn't run by these figureheads. Eric Adams isn't running things in New York. A bunch right. of communist staffers are. Benny Thompson yep. didn't run the January 6th committee. A bunch of twenty-five-year-old, fresh out of Harvard, full-blown Maoist staffers run it, and that's why nothing changes.
3: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And the thing is that these people are the minority. They're like seven percent of the country identifies as very liberal, and is that number gets even smaller when you're talking about like these insane communists that you, you know are talking about here. And yet they have all this power and control because they're so loud and aggressive and they force their opinion through. This this forced conformity is a theme throughout our book because that's what's happening. It's like they can't get people to agree with them on the merits of their argument. So they force through what they want via other methods.
2: The book is Stolen Youth, Carol, and you had a great little quip back to a news story today about Colin Kaepernick, but since it was your quip, and sadly, I didn't think of it first, I'm going to let you take it away and why it's in your book.
3: So I know you don't read books, Jesse Kelly, but you should read the first (laughs) chapter of our book because it is a history chapter. We delve into the history of this conformist thing that has taken over American culture. And we trace it back to its communist origins, just like you you know, do in your book, I imagine. And it's about how you're not allowed to step outside the lines. You're not allowed to speak outside the lines and how tight that is. And in the book, we tell the story of Pavlik Marzarov and how he was he turned in his parents um, for hoarding grain in the Soviet Union and he was uh, killed and we don't even know if this whole story is true right I mean do you think it's a true story
2: no I think they made the whole thing up I've always thought that but I don't know right it could be true no
3: no I I I also think they made the whole thing up but my parents grew up with Pavlik being the hero boy who was killed because he turned in his parents and you know they're statues to him and He's celebrated because his devotion to the cause was so deep that he would even turn in his own parents. And today, Colin Kaepernick said that his parents uh, were racist because they wouldn't let him have certain hairstyles growing up. And it's the exact same sensation of like he's willing to do what he has to do for his communist cause in America and turn in his own parents. And that's what he's doing.
2: Carol, stolen youth. Everyone has seen, everyone with eyes and ears has seen, especially in the past few years, a focus, a a sick focus. This is New York Representative Dan Goldman, a focus on children. Now
0: we're really
1: worried about protecting children from seeing nudity online. Apparently that is of such paramount importance
2: that we don't care if Vladimir Putin has a red carpet to interfere in our elections they they mock the idea of being concerned about a drag queen waving his penis in the fra- in the face of a child what has happened in this why the kids why have they gone after the kids
3: the kids are always the target of these cultural revolutions and so what's happening here is that they know that they have to get the kids early and they have to get them first and that's how you get the parents the parents have to follow what are they going to do lose their children and so it, it is, happens throughout history in this way. And again, this conformist strain that has taken over American culture is in our schools, but it's also in our libraries. It's also, I mean, obviously in our government, but it's in uh, your doctor's office. It's everywhere. We, we traced it to medical schools and teachers' colleges. It's all this. In, in China, they call it the, the same melody, the one melody, and that's what we have here. It's the main melody throughout all of our culture, and it's all leftist, and it's all happening in towards our children and it's scary to watch it honestly the fact that that guy thinks that you know rep golden thinks that um it shouldn't be that important to keep nudity from children online like we used to kind of understand that kids shouldn't be seeing porn and now when you have governor DeSantis trying to get porn out of school libraries it's like wow what a prude i I still don't want my kids seeing porn nothing's changed for me and i don't care if it's gay or straight porn i don't want any porn in my kid's library
2: Speaking of porn, here's the vice president.
3: I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about climate mental health. I said, Tell me what's going on with your peers. Climate mental health.
2: All right, I'm not even going to let her finish because she's the dumbest human being alive. Carol, why are all of the people who lead the country now idiots?
3: Well, that's you know because we destroy anybody good who might want to run. Um, but her comment about mental health and, and climate change, gosh, Jesse, where did these young kids get the idea that the world's going to end? And how, how is that affecting their mental health? Mm-hmm. They've turned these kids into anxiety-ridden, you know, climate activists. And then they're like, huh, what happened to them? It's so weird that they're like so messed up. We shouldn't be doing this to children. We have a chapter on the, these child soldiers in our book, also because they've turn them into activists. They they march for climate. They march for gun control. Um, They realize that we can't argue with children, right? You you get into an argument with a child, you're the bad person. But if the kid is the activist, what are you going to do? You can't argue with them.
2: Carol, where do people get this book, Stolen Youth, which I admit I did read, even though you don't think I read. I did read it, (laughs) and it was excellent. Is it the anti-communist manifesto? I certainly can't say that, but it really is an outstanding book. Where do they get it?
3: Um, it's available everywhere that you buy books. You know, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, DailyWireBooks.com. Um, anywhere that you purchase books, you can purchase this one. And I can't wait to read your book. I mean, I hope it doesn't do as well as mine, but you know that's
2: <laughs> She is Carol Mark. What's the book? Is stolen? You thank you, Carol.
3: Thank you, Jesse.
2: I hope my book outsells Carol's. Chris, write this down. Whenever if it does, if it doesn't, we'll never just bring it up again. If it does, we'll bring her back on and ambush her in the interview. What, Chris? That's what friends do to other friends. We'll ambush her. <laughs> it really is a good book, though, man. They do focus on the kids. Speaking of the kiddos, we probably shouldn't murder them. Maybe you've seen, there's a clip going around, Jon Stewart's debating some Second Amendment guy, and Jon Stewart asks the guy, what's the, leading, what's the leading cause of death for children? And he's talking, of course, about guns. The leading cause of death for children in America is abortion, and it has been for decades. 60 million of them. We are fighting back, though. We finally are fighting back in significant ways, arming scared young women who don't know any better, arming them with information. That's how we're winning here Here's a free ultrasound, young lady. I know you're scared, and I know you think it's a clump of cells, and maybe your parents are pushing you this way. Maybe your boyfriend is. Whatever the situation is, just come listen. It's free. That's what preborn is doing. That's what you are doing when you give to preborn. You are saving lives. We've saved so many lives on this show. You have. I haven't. you saved so many lives on this show, and I freaking love it, man. 28 bucks buys them that ultrasound. Preborn.com slash Jesse. 28 bucks preborn.com slash jesse sponsored by preborn
1: jesse kelly back soon
2: it is the jesse kelly show chris tell me you don't like that that's motown you don't like that do you mean it's not bad and don't call it r&b either i know you like that listen listen to the whole song on the way home if you listen to Smokey robinson and it doesn't put you in a good mood chris that tells i should tell you a lot of things about you and none of them are good all right none of them are good i just want you to know that if if you don't enjoy that song you're a bad person now speaking of bad people i don't want to you know the last thing in the world i would ever do is pat myself on the back that's just not who i am chris World famous authors who write the anti-communist manifesto that's available at jessekellybook.com, Chris, we would never, we have to remain humble. It's how that kind of creative genius, what? It's how that creative genius leaves our mind and ends up on the page for the world to see, for history. You know, It's basically when you make history. Anyway, so I don't want to draw attention to myself, but just remember this. Always, always remember this. You are under assault from all sides when it comes to the communists. He, that's on purpose. This is why I laugh when the GOP will pass one bill and then they'll haggle about it with the media for two weeks and then kind of water it down and, and things like that because the communist doesn't do that, does he? The communist, he instead focuses on attacking everything all the time. Why? Well, you only have so much energy. You only have so much time and so much energy. I've I've brought this up before, and it's so true. I'm so glad I say that. I'm so glad I say it, Chris. What? But it is true. Whenever you write me an email, and the email goes something like, Jesse, I wish you'd focus more on blank. You should know it never bothers me because almost every time... You're correct. Whenever you send something in and say, Jesse, you don't talk about this enough or you don't talk about that enough, you're almost always right because there are huge important things going on and I can't possibly get to everything while building in enough time for me to screw off every night. I just don't have time to do it. You're correct. So when you see something big, A huge proposal that pops in the news. And it's horrifying. It's radical. It's crazy. You need to understand. It's already over. You've already lost that fight probably. Because they're not floating it out there to gauge your reaction to it. You are witnessing the reveal, the big, they're they're standing on stage and they pulled the cover off and you finally get to witness the next communist plan for destroying you and your quality of life. You probably cook on a gas stove. Most of us do in this country. I certainly do. Well, I mean, I watched the wife do it and that's, that's something. What, Chris, that counts as contributing anyway. I watched the wife cook on a gas stove. You cook on a gas stove. This was months ago, a few months ago they rolled out some proposal to ban gas stoves. Immediately, people who want to keep their gas stoves and keep their quality of life freaked out, and they lost their minds. What? This is crazy. You can't do this. No way! And then immediately, the Bolshevik media in this nation, that's not biased, they're hostile enemies of the state, immediately they locked shields and began mocking you For your outrage about it. AOC. We even had elected officials. AOC, I remember, put up some Instagram video. Ah, Republicans are so stupid, worried about their stoves. And the media went out there. No one's trying to ban your stove. Oh, look. The latest Republican outrage banning the stove, which no one's even trying to do. And you remember what I said when I came on the show. Oh, they're dead serious. And in fact, it's already done. Headline. Governor Hochul quietly sneaks in a proposal to ban the sale of gas stoves and fuels outrage across New York. It was already done. Now, you got to see the, the, the revelation of it, but it was already done. And it's not just New York. It'll Look, headline, California regulators planned a total ban on gas stoves and furnaces and water heaters. It's already done. It's a done deal. Why do you think I encourage you so often to get out and get to a red state? We were just bringing up before about how it's the crazy communist underlings who actually run the Democratic Party now. When you understand that, it should slap you awake to the future. Forget about the now. Let's set the now aside. The future, the future... It's more and more and more bleak in these blue areas because the Maoist staffers who come up with these policy proposals and then put them into budgets and put them into state plans and they they want all the criminals out on, on the streets. And these nut jobs, it's not just that they run the party now. It's that they're all 25 years old and they're going to run the party for the next 50 years You think grandma vodka Nancy Pelosi was running the Democrats sideshow for the last few years need I remind you that as much as I detest grandma vodka she was the one holding off Trump's impeachment they were trying to impeach Donald Trump immediately Nancy Pelosi internally was trying everything in her power to stop them because she knew it would look bad electorally. She knew it would hurt them. She's old enough and salty enough to know this is a bad idea, but eventually she couldn't hold back the communist hordes anymore and she had to turn and let them go. You mock AOC and I mock AOC because she has the IQ of a cheese ball. But the truth is, AOC's going to be the speaker of the House of Representatives one day. She is. She's a fundraising machine. She's a fundraising machine. She's a fundraising machine in a safe seat. She's a fundraising machine in a safe seat, and she's basically 12 years old. She's going to be there for a long, long time. I'll be off the radio, and AOC will still be in the House of Representatives the admitted socialist this is the point I've been trying to drive home over and over and over again alright let's do a little communist mindset huh and snipers on the border what hang on Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who.